You are now entering the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. And welcome to 40 Going On 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And in preparation for this show, I listened to a bunch of music from boy bands during an afternoon commute in Chicago rush hour because why should I enjoy any of my afternoon? <laughs> that the question is who's the cute one? Uh, out of us, you mean? Or just in general? I think Joel's a cute one. Aw. <laughs> Pat, you're the rogue. He's the bad boy. Yeah. yeah, you're the bad boy. I'm the confused one. That means I have to get tattoos. <laughs> yes. That won't happen. Oh, you have a tattoo. You just haven't found it yet. <laughs> Wait, am I the only one of the four of us that has tattoos? No, Joel has a bunch of tattoos. Are you, are you kidding? Joel's like 25% illustrated. Yeah. <laughs> Pat's got an internal tattoo. It's called herpes. Oh. <laughs> Wow. That's not yeah, and if you can't if we can't figure it out from that, uh the the topic this week is boy bands cuz Patrick really wanted to do boy bands. Well, I didn't okay. mean for the show though. <laughs> well, I guess we were confused about what you were talking about then, but no, the boy bands we were talking yeah, I about I was just talking. I I had nothing to do with the show. No, yeah, we just thought okay, it was a good Patrick, idea. you don't know you're beautiful. Ooh. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, so we're digging into the uh 80s boy bands. I don't think we're going any really any further than that, except for like maybe a couple. But um, 80s oh, to well, now. There's a lot of 90s. Well, we're starting at 80s. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, in the meantime, you want to know about a good band? I bet we have some sort of music. Is there are there any music podcasts on Musings of a Geek Network? You know, I, I I'm not sure. I don't think. Well, there's there have been the various blank blank radio like Red Horse Radio. I think they do some music. Oh yeah. And Left Field Sports Lounge, which doesn't have music in it at all. So I don't know why I brought it up, except for What's the a fact, lounge, though? Yeah, that's true. Lounge, yeah, it could be uh, sports lounge music. And sports I actually uh, spent quite a bit of time uh, listening to the latest Musings of a Geek uh, podcast episode, because they were talking about the uh, Musings of a Geek Network uh, Fantasy Football League. Ooh, how are we doing? Oh, we're we're one and zero. Really? Hey. Hey. Who did we beat? Uh, we beat Des Hassing with uh, a team True Musings of a Geek. Uh, uh, good, actually, uh, every single player on his team, like, aside from his quarterback, were outscored by our kicker. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I had a kicker that uh, was not particularly expected to do well, and he just like started blasting field goals last week. Nice. What's our team name? Team 40 go 14. Oh, okay. Well, at least we put some thought into it. Points so, for originality. There you go. Yeah, and if also you're uh, watching, um, well, I suppose it wouldn't be on Saturday, would it? If you're thinking about football on Saturday at noon, you can you're find us on... You're probably not our target audience. Yeah, you're probably not <laughs> listening to this. But uh, you can also listen to us on Geek Life Radio at noon and hear the latest uh, 
latest upcoming shows. Geekliferadio.com. Dot com. If you're looking for any of our older stuff, I am diligently posting more stuff up on iTunes. Uh, Blueberry and Stitcher have our shows. Um, also, you can find our entire catalog on the Talk Shoe. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, 708 now wrap. That's 708-669-9727. And you can get to us and talk to us. And if you're yeah, in Texas, you, wanna, you can stop at Cheesy Rider and literally grab Patrick. Yay. And yeah. get, a, get a sandwich while you're there. Don't bring him any clocks, though. People don't <laughs> yeah. remember that in Texas. <laughs> we, don't, we don't like to know what time it is around here. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite line. Tell us to be anywhere on time. And that whole fucking fiasco has got to be, it looks like a movie bomb. Yeah. Go, Texas. I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's just. I mean, all I can say is there's dumb people everywhere, but that's still, that doesn't that make that less dumb. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, but Texas is a whole other country, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of communications, Josh, do we have any voicemails? Oh, yeah, we got a couple. Awesome. Let's hear those suckers. Uh, yeah, I, I think this one is from Justin. Uh, the, the file names are a little weird this week. Greetings, program. I, uh, it's <laughs> Justin from Portland. Just wanted to call in and say I love the Tron episode. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was decent. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was really good. I, I like, I just, you know, as usual, enjoy the podcast, enjoy what you guys do. Um, like seeing you guys kind of geek out about 41 on 14 and our shit. Sorry. I uh, geek out. Let me try that again. I like hearing you guys who are 40 going on 14 geeking out about Tron. I mean, I know you can geek out about everything, but I myself, um, even though I found Tron late in life, I rather enjoyed it. So it was cool to, to hear that episode. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next episode you guys do and all your future episodes. Um, so, yeah, that little conversation you guys had about, um, you know, most of your ideas either never come to fruition or you give up on them pretty quickly – I don't think it's any no longer allowed with this show. You're past 100 episodes. You're in it for the long haul now, so you better not quit on me anytime soon. All right? Is that, is that cool? I, I hope so, because I, I really enjoy having you guys in my ear holes. Anyways, um, hope you guys have a good show this next time you record. And, yeah, I'm rambling now, so I'm going to go. Bye. It's funny you should mention that with this being our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Erotic timing. told me. <laughs> this is you didn't what get I the got. Memo? That's why I never forget keeping up in the chat. <laughs> no, well, thank you very much for that. That it's always good to hear somebody enjoying our show. And uh, yeah, we are definitely in it for the long haul because I think um, out of all the stuff that the four of us have ever pulled in our lifetimes, this is the longest we've ever done anything, like as a group together yeah, as yeah. a group. I was going to say Ids of March ran six years. Yeah, like, I managed to keep that together for a little bit. Yeah, but you weren't editing it every week. That's true. <laughs> no, yeah, I was going to say I I, I uh, bartended at the same bar for five years, but that's that wasn't with you guys. So yeah, right. No, we're not looking to uh, slow this down anytime soon. In fact, we are looking to uh, make it even bigger. In fact, <laughs> yeah, we have we have many ideas coming around the bend. Many ways to make it bigger. Yes. Whoa! Hey, whoa! <laughs> Anything right, else? This is a unscreened voicemail. I'm pretty sure this one's from Luke, though. Hello, forty going on fourteen. This is Luke. I was just listening to the uh, the, the road trip show. I really enjoyed it. I am a uh, I'm a fan of a road trip. Um, 
what I, I didn't go back and, and listen to make sure, but I'm surprised that, that a, a common method of departure wasn't to leave after work. Um, growing up, my dad used to do that. He would uh, he'd come home from work kind of late. He'd bundle us off, off in the car, and he would just he'd drive all night. Um, we'd wake up. I think this particularly was when we lived in Oklahoma, and we would uh, you know, fall asleep in the back of the car. We'd wake up, and suddenly we'd be in Wisconsin. It's kind of cool. Um, got to be kind of a night owl to pull that off, but uh, but it worked. Uh, it worked pretty well. Um, and yeah, unfortunately now it's too bad, you know, because you just you have the inclination to the road to do a road trip. And actually, I've, I've got a car that's a pretty good road trip car, but you don't have the time to actually take the road trip. The longest I can go anymore is like a three hour a three hour tour. <laughs> Yeah. A three-hour drive, any more than that, and and I just I gotta fly. It doesn't make any sense. Um, too bad, but you know, good uh, good nostalgia topic. Um, I can't wait to hear about the boy band. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, um, but in the direction of travel, I think I used that one before, but that's all I can come up with right now. Bye. I think he's Come back stuff. I can back up his uh, uh, statement about having an awesome road trip car. I have uh, ridden in Luke's car, and uh, he has an awesome future car. Future car? Oh, yeah. It's got, like, options I didn't even know existed. Like, what, man? You can't, right. you can't just leave me hanging there. Oh, well, I, one of the things is I remember uh, we were going pretty fast in the rain, and uh, I, he got a little too close to a car in front of us, and the car he's driving stopped him for for him like really it automatically applied the brakes oh that's neat yeah uh, <clears throat> both both the driver and passenger seats had uh like massage options oh see so I, yeah all the way back to my apartment i had the uh, massage on on the uh, passenger seat driving how <laughs> <laughs> the see, seat that's... has a reach around option i'm sorry <laughs> luke i can't do that <laughs> it's a pretty hey, sweet ride. We ha- we have an email from Tommy the Duck, specifically about our road trip show. And Tommy the Duck writes, "Dear Forty Going on Fourteen, on behalf of duck lovers everywhere, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> we also had a tweet on the subject, uh, the same segment of that same show from Killa Wilba, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Killa writes, listening to the latest show and I'm feeling bad because I'm laughing so much about running ducklings over. <laughs> uh, it was, it wasn't funny when it happened for long. It, it was pretty funny when, uh, afterwards, at least the, the other duck running over story when Dean said, uh, about the trucker picking up the spare. Yeah, it wasn't funny. It was, didn't become funny to me until my dad broke out the hose and started cleaning off the front. <laughs> uh, we also have a text. What? Like a voicemail, but much quieter, so it could be none other than Brian Ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to talk to do it, so he's in. <laughs> uh, Brian writes, just now listening to the Capsule Toy episode, I remember the paintball gumball thing. If I recall correctly, Cheetos work decently, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's reaching way back into the archives, but I don't know if you guys remember. I was talking about how we had those hard gumballs, and I was firing them around the house out of a paintball machine. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. 
So yeah, apparently you could shoot Cheetos out of a paintball gun as well. I didn't Cheetos. Yeah, the little puffs, little balls. Oh, okay. The, okay I was, I'm thinking the long, crispy Cheetos. It's okay. Yeah, I, I started thinking Doritos, <laughs> and I got really confused. And bugles. You can shoot bugles at it. Oh my god, those would be lethal. Uh, <laughs> lodge one into someone's skull. Uh. Hey, Josh. Is it about that time? It is about that time. This week in music, movies, TV, and sports. It's like a half a second before I hit that, I realized that I hadn't added this week into that. So that was a very <laughs> aggressive this weekend too. <laughs> Was that live or memorized? That was live, man. Oh, okay. I felt very threatened by it. You should. <laughs> this this weekend, weekend. Run for your lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't me saying and sports, at least not live. So uh, this weekend, January 31st, 1981, the year Justin Timberlake was born. And in fact, the day. Yeah, that too. Oh, the wow. reason he was born, somebody put a dick in a box. Ah, I see what that's... you did there. You're naughty. Um, so music. You're a naughty boy. <laughs> and I <laughs> want it that way. <laughs> the Tide is High by Blondie hits number one. That's a good song. It is. I like that song. I, I Wait, pretty is much... that the one with the incredibly cringy rap? No, no, that's, no Rapture. that's Rapture. Oh, that's Rapture. Okay. Yeah. That's techni- technically the first recorded rap. Yes, it really is. Yeah. To which if you say that to people, certain people, they'll explode. But, uh, yeah, that's a terrible, terrible song. Um, William Randolph Cozy Cole died on January 31st. He was an American jazz drummer who scored a number one hit with the record Topsy Part 2, which peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and at number one on the R&B chart, both rare for a song that is mostly a drum solo song. It sold over one million copies. I have to look this up. Drum it was solo. interesting. I listened to it. Yeah, how was it? Wasn't it was it was actually pretty <clears throat> cool, pretty jazzy. <laughs> like it sucked. <laughs> no, it, I mean, it wasn't like you know, <clears throat> when you think about bad jazz. It wasn't like that. So it was oh, good. Okay. That's good. What's bad jazz? N- new Most age. jazz is bad jazz. Acid jazz. Step, my definition of jazz is five guys playing different songs at the same time. <laughs> oh, shut your whole pot. You know what they call it? They call it warming up. <laughs> because I, I worked for about a year in a live jazz uh, steakhouse and heard live jazz music every night, and I wanted to shoot myself every time a jazz drum solo started. Because a jazz I... drum solo was like, ba-boom, it's bad. Did you work in a live jazz bar, Joel? No, but I've seen lots of live jazz. And then you have Pat, no frame of reference. Pat worked in a crappy <laughs> Texas steak. Are, he no, never, this was in Evanston at Pete Miller's. See, well, them out. Evanston is a hotbed of jaw of uh, jazz. <laughs> of it, it's actually a hotbed of jaws. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hotbed of jaws. All right, I was, so I, jaws was like yuppie jazz, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Now that would suck. Then, hey, There's lots of sharks. Marshall, would you like to go watch some jaws? <laughs> so movies the number one movie is nine to five star- starring uh, dolly parton lily tomlin and jane fonda 
I remember seeing this in the theater. <laughs> what a way to make a living. What did I do now, Joel? What Not that I- I'm still thinking about Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a bigger saxophone. <laughs> J-A-A-Z. And uh, a guy named Justin Timberlake was born on January 31st in Memphis. He is most well known for his supporting roles in Bad Teacher and The Social Network. Uh, January 28th, Elijah Wood, an actor known for playing Frodo in Lord of the Rings is born in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Cedar Rapids, really? I love how you blow past Pat's (laughs) joke about Timberlake and then focus on Cedar Rapids. (laughs) This is the second time he's done that. Social network. Yeah, it seems legit. Let's just keep going. Fuck that. I want to know about Cedar Rapids. Moving on. Yep. So uh, TV, Dallas, 60 Minutes, The Jeffersons, and Three's Company round out the top four shows of the day. He's doing the Jaws version. I don't know. Pure Jaws right there. I was all about the Ropers myself. He was a villain on James Bond, wasn't he? In Dr. Hi. You may not know me, but I'm a shark with metal teeth. Jaws. <laughs> Tiffany Smooth Jaws. All right. Before we totally derail, uh, on January 31st, at three. <laughs> <laughs> on January 31st, at the 38th Golden Globes, the movie Ordinary People wins, along with Robert De Niro and Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, stop right there. Don't yeah, I'm not going to say that second win. Yeah. Ordinary Peoples. Have you seen Ordinary People? Yes. Yeah. Very depressing. Friggin' depressing. Yes, it yeah, is. I was going to say, I, Joel and I saw it at the same time. They showed it for a film class. Yeah. I, I once watched uh, The Ice Storm and Ordinary People, one back to back. Trying to murder yourself? <laughs> well, I once thought I was depressed until I saw Ordinary People. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm actually not that yeah, bad. I'm doing all right. Wait, all right. did you also take uh, the same film course that Joel and I took together? Because mm-hmm. Ice Storm was in the was immediately before Ordinary People for us too. Was no, that... I used to crash in that classroom after Benders, and I just like oh. to wake up and sit down. Then you might as well watch Sophie's Choice, maybe. And uh... did I ever tell you about the Sophie's Choice train at the mall I worked at? No, it was. <laughs> They had this kids train that just, you know, just rides in a little circle. But what? yeah, they did. Well, it was at Yorktown Mall in Downers Grove. And they had a little train. And the kids, it was like a kids train. They would ride around a little circle, a little, like, little electric train. But the thing was, apparently they had some sort of incident where a kid like fell out of a window or something. So they put bars he, on the windows. Have, oh, never mind. <laughs> they put bars on the windows of this little kids train. So the kids would go in there, but they couldn't look out the windows because there's this me- like <laughs> bars over it. So they just like hold onto the bars and look out. And that <laughs> were there silver cups for them to bang against the bars. My, my game store was on the corner. Of that, of where that was. And every time we'd, they're like, we get bored. We had nobody. Uh, we'd stand there and like, at one point, one of my coworkers goes, Sophie's choice. <laughs> Sophie's choice. <laughs> stop, uh, stop crying and just get into the car. We're just like, this is the most poorly thought out children's ride ever. Uh, well, for them while they rode around. All right. So sports on January 25th. At Super Bowl twenty five, the Oakland Raiders <laughs> fifteen. What? Why? Because he I'm should, like three he or cannot four. Roman numeral. I can't Roman it. numeral, and I'm about three or four glasses of bourbon into the show. So, on Super Bowl fifteenth, 
The Oakland Raiders <laughs> defeated the <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 27 to 10 when Jim Plunkett, a has been until becoming the starting quarterback after an early season injury to Dan Pastrami, fuck that, I'm not saying that. I know that other word. <laughs> became the game's MVP. So, there you go. And then we everybody have loves the, Everybody loves a comeback story and yeah. apparently he was an old guy and yeah, we need a noise for the cricket alert. Joel, <laughs> Joel, give me a cricket alert noise. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we actually have one. Yeah, someone has it. Yeah. You want a cricket alert? Yeah, give me a cricket alert. Awesome. Okay, so all New Zealanders pay attention. On February 1st, the infamous underarm bowling incident of 1981. <laughs> That was my emphasis on I, capitalizing I it and everything. <laughs> occurred in Melbourne. At Cricket's World Series Cup between Australia and New Zealand, Australian bowler Trevor Chappelle, on instructions from his brother, team captain Greg Chappelle, forewent an overarm throw and rolled the ball along the ground to New Zealand's final batter, Brian McKechnie. Sure. sure. To preserve Australia's 235 to 229 victory. The rules were changed afterwards to ban the practice for good measure, because damn it, that's what they should have done all along. I don't know what any of that meant. Yeah. Those, those damn Chappelle brothers. Where is I don't know what that means. Oh. Okay. Well, it looks uh, like. Yeah, it's... I did forget to do an acronym. Oh, geez. I thought they oh, were. Yeah. Oh, MVP. What could MVP mean? <laughs> Josh? What? It's the most valuable player. I, I could do something lame like Martian vanilla pizza, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. We don't, we don't have any other acronym. My vagina pastrami. <laughs> that sounds a little better. Oh, that's terrible. Salty. Better. Um, XV. No. Hey, leave XV alone. You've already done enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we should just be played off. We're out. <laughs> Angel. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that was painful. That was a very oh. painful tweet. And now we're going to talk about boy bands. It's not going to get better. <laughs> it's not. It's not getting any better, folks. Just stick around. And you can be like, yeah, I remember the car crash of episode 106? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Normally, uh, when we have a topic, we talk about something that was, like, important to us as we were growing up or something we particularly liked or, yeah, or music. This is just an episode we feel like we have to do because they exist. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. This is something that is, so we decided to talk about it. <laughs> and there are people out there that like this, so... We're not so selfish that we won't make a show for them. This is how much we love you, folks. We're thinking about you, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. So, before we get into it, I, I put together a list of what makes a boy band. Because I was thinking about this as I'm sitting on the train. A making, bunch of rich corporate guys in a music Yeah, pretty company. much. Um, thinking about this on the train on the way home, listening to boy bands. Uh, on Pandora? Uh, no, on Amazon. Ah. Amazon Music made myself a playlist, and I'm sitting here and flipping over songs, and eventually the guy next to me is like, dude, really? 
don't judge me. Please tell me that's not a joke. I yeah. Would, so, uh, boy band, four to five members. You know, a bigger band. Right. You gotta have. I figure four to five because if five, then you have one in the middle and two on the outside, each side. Dancing. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes they get away with three. Not very often. No, not often that this happens. But um, you gotta that's have my iPod. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, archetypes. There's a bad boy. There's a good boy. The cute one. The quiet one. The young ones. And the singer. And and well, I mean, there's always like that. Each of them fall into like a a type. They all sing, Pat. In yeah. most cases, uh, vocal harmonies. Um, I mean, some cases, some cases they're meh. In some cases, they're like wow. Uh, no instruments. It's rare, and if they do play, it'll be usually like the bad boy plays the electric guitar and will do a solo or something. Or they get, they pull a stool out and they all play acoustic guitars. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, that'll too. happen sometimes. Yeah, but it's or rare. Maybe someone will be on a keyboard. Yeah, where you don't have but to see their fingers. But overall, they don't play their own instruments. Yeah. Their voices are Usually, instruments. yeah. Lots of synchronized dance routines. Oh, yes. So many synchronized dance routines. <laughs> Completely <laughs> manufactured by a guy in a suit. And there is a drum machine. And they have to be boys. What? That's that's true. I mean, except males. for Lance Bass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, See what so, I did there? Yeah, I saw what you did there. Sure. So, a lot of people, are, you know, discussing, looking online, think that the Monkees was the first boy band. I agree with that. However, the Bay we, City we Rollers was also considered it, but that wasn't Bay City Rollers uh, Great Britain. No, I think they were from California. Yeah, the Bay City. Oh, okay. Ignore the uh, attacking. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. I'm trying to remember what S-A-T-U-R. song they were. Their origin is Edinburgh, Wait. Scotland. Oh, oh see? Well, really? Yeah. I. Huh. <clears throat> and I'm glad I you said they that. they were Bay Area. Yeah. So, Bay City Rollers, another... Clever band. name. Yeah. So, the Monkees, boy band... They had a TV show. They all had different categories. Of course, um, you had Mike Nesmith was, I guess, the quirky one. Or you could call him the smart one. There's usually, a, mm. frequently there was a brain. Yeah, the smart one. I have an idea. Okay, so he's the smart one. Uh, kind of the leader in a way because he is the smartest one. Yeah, and Davy Jones, the, the cute, cute one. one. The cute one, yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike Dolan. Mike Dolan's. Mickey. Mickey Dolan's the the uh, the drummer. He was the crazy one. The crazy the one. Crazy, yeah. And then there was the dumb one. Yeah, the dopey the dopey one, the funny one. Yeah, the Peter Tork. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the monkeys. Uh, in case you have not heard of the monkeys before and are living under a rock, here we go. This is actually this is my favorite song from them. So. So there you go. That's the monkeys. That's interesting that that's your favorite song. I don't know. I liked it. 
But it, I mean, that, was, that was from later monkeys. You know, it was like they were already like out of their popularity when they made that song. So yeah, that's, that's when they yeah. were actually playing their playing their instruments at that point. Yeah, too. exactly. I mean, that's that's interesting. That's 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 your favorite one. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Either that, or I'm going to buy me a dog. <laughs> I huh. um, which was funny. We were talking about this earlier. I just watched a documentary about a group of studio musicians called the the Wrecking Crew. Really good documentary. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. And um, they do all the music, background music for a lot of the biggest bands of the, the time and biggest albums. It's huge who they played for. But they did the music for their part of the people that did the music for the Monkees. And <laughs> Mickey Dolenz was being interviewed today and he was talking about how he always knew it was a manufactured thing. He always knew it was a he was going in to be an actor and that why that's why he was there. And then they cut to Peter Tork and he's like, yeah, I went in and I had my bass guitar and I was ready to play and I thought we were going to do a studio session and then they told me that I wasn't going to play and I didn't figure it out till way later. <laughs> and I felt so home, bad. <laughs> Which one but, of them was the heir to the uh, immense uh, Mike whiteout? Nesmith. Mike Nesmith? Yeah. Not whiteout. What's that shit called? Sticky note? No. Uh not Post-it post-its? Post-its? No. Post-its. no. Why are we a post- no, no, um, uh, uh, When you were typing, remember typing? It was white out. Yeah. Liquid paper. paper yeah. Liquid paper, yeah. He inherited uh, the liquid, liquid paper. paper fortune. But it's that. funny that at the time, you know, they, 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 they were still doing the same kind of thing that they're still doing today, but they weren't necessarily all informed. And uh, a lot of people didn't realize until much later that they didn't well, do that music. Yeah, and it was supposed to be almost kind of a parody, a kind of like they wanted to take the concept that was in the Partridge family and apply it to the Beatles, <laughs> except the gag was these guys wanted to be the Beatles, but they could only be a second-rate copy. Yeah. So, little known, little known <clears throat> fact about the Monkees, um, they were assembled and most of their first songs and everything were uh, were written by the same person, and that person was Neil Diamond. What? Yep. Huh. Really? Yeah, the the monkeys are a creation of Neil Diamond. That is fantastic. Yep. I am I'm a bigger fan of the monkeys now because Neil Diamond is awesome. Yep. And if you say otherwise, I will fight you. <laughs> All right, I guess we're fighting. All right. Oh, once again, come into America. You, you never get tired of being wrong, Joel. <laughs> All right. So in the meantime, we we're going to skip forward a little bit of time because if you think boy band you know you're thinking of this. Problem, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was awful song. That's I. I tried to find their worst, and that, even for NKOTB, that's bad. Did you just refer to them <laughs> as an acronym? Yes. <laughs> you know what's that's funny? What they go by now. That's what they're called nowadays. NKOTB. That's oh, because okay. that's because their fans are so old they can't get new kids on the block out of their mouth without without getting tired. Yeah, not to mention <laughs> they they can't call themselves kids anymore. Yeah, yeah they're, they're new people on the block. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, origin, Boston, Massachusetts, 1984. My sister, I am calling her out. <laughs> New Kids on the Block fan had a four-foot-tall, three-foot-wide cloth-framed poster of New Kids on the Block in her in her bedroom. Wow, cloth. That's Yeah. And I mean, you put, you put effort into that if you're going to... And it's still in my mom's basement. <laughs> oh, you could say it's still hanging up in her bedroom. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh. Here in the house, I, although I don't think she was ever a huge fan of it, uh, Sarah's got a set of unopened New Kids on the Block bed sheets. <laughs> still in the package. I think she picked it up just because it was like, wow, this is weird that no one ever opened these. You, you could just sleep on Joey McIntyre. Yeah, it's just like their logo over and over again. But yeah, we wouldn't have got those. <laughs> you know, I remember though when this was big because, and it's funny you talk about that big cloth thing. I remember the complete like absurdity of it all. And and my best friend Barbara, who I've known since I was six, she was really into them. And I remember going over to her, her house a lot, and her room was just like plastered with New Kids on the Block stuff everywhere. And I remember when she brought the cassette to school and looking at it, and, and then listening to it later, and just that dance they did and everything, man. No, they were, I mean, totally choreographed. I mean, they definitely had the moves because they were taught them. But uh, here, I mean, just to, I don't say cleanse the palate, but here goes from another one that you might know from them, that you obviously know from them. But uh, here we go. That has the dance today. Yep. Okay, I'm going to stop that before Pat goes into a seizure. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, see, now here's the thing, though, is that that was popular enough to be parodied by Weird Al Yankovic. The that, white stuff. The white stuff, a whole song on... Um, Oreos. Yeah, on Oreos. So, What's in the middle? Well, and the look at them now, stuff. though. I mean, they've carried it over into... A couple of them went off into, you know, acting... Um, and then like stage stuff and then actually had a decent musical career as solo artists and have since made a comeback and then tours that, you know, Don, Donnie has done well in the movies. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Jordan had a couple of successful solo albums and Joey Mack went to do theater, I believe. So, I mean, it's, I mean, you can't, you can't honestly begrudge them. Not like they had a whole bunch of choice in the matter back then. You know, it was pretty much yeah. their parents saying, this is what you're going to do now. They won They won the lottery and got to be in a boy band, basically. Yep. Well, that was the thing, is they were put together as a group from uh, Maurice Starr uh, with his business partner, Mary Alford, because they'd already successfully created one boy band and they wanted to replicate their success. That was one of the reasons why I messed with the order of what we're talking about, because Maurice Starr and Mary Alford created uh, New Edition. Oh, uh, which brought about... Bill Bibb DeVoe. Well, yeah. With the early success of a new edition, uh, yeah, you've got uh, Keith Sweat. You've got Bobby Brown. You've got, as you said, Bell Biv DeVoe, or basically everyone who didn't get a solo career. Right. <laughs> Ricky Bell, Michael Bivens, Ronnie DeVoe. But they uh, got even, huge. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just going <clears> to <throat> say, they... Uh, even Ralph Tresvent, uh, had a number one platinum album in the U.S. Let me see. I've got a new edition, uh, album brought up here. What's, let's see. Can you think of a song from them? 
Cool It Now or Mr. Telephone Man were their big oh, hits. Mr. Telephone Man. There's something wrong with my line. I've got I've got none of those on this album that they've got on here. So here I'm gonna go with something called She Gives Me a Bang. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the opening to an after-school special. <laughs> like this is the scene where the guy tries to sell the kid drugs. Yeah, this actually it sounds like something from The Last Dragon. <laughs> Show enough. <laughs> that is not that is not representative of New Edition. No, this is this is New Edition. Let's, let's, let's cancel that. Yeah, let's that background that. music to a street fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, I mean, you look at the careers of the guys after New Edition and then the career they had with New Edition. I mean, that outshines a lot of other bands that weren't manufactured. I mean, Bobby Brown alone was was huge. Yeah, he was a big obvious. They put together a talent. Bobby Brown was a big hit (laughs) on Whitney Houston. (laughs) So, well, back in 78, I mean, Bobby Brown, Michael Bivens and Ricky Bell were the three original members who continued on once the band got signed. And they all like put this band together uh, in, from the Orchard Park housing projects in Boston. Huh. And uh, yeah, they were discovered, uh, as I said, by the same people that put together new kids on the block. And uh, they were a big hit in the real early to mid 80s. Sorry about that. And I remember when how big of a deal it was when Bobby Brown <laughs> left that group. Everybody was like, "No, what can possibly happen?" But all right, what's going to happen to New Edition? How about these guys? Hang on, hang on, ready? Is this from Newsies 2? Is that Public Enemy? <laughs> that. <laughs> what was that? I don't remember. That was that. Menudo. Dancing, oh, moving, God. shaking. That is not also <laughs> representative of Menudo. <laughs> that was the only song that Amazon Prime had running for Menudo. Oh my God. Amazon yeah. is just like, yeah, what, what do you got for 20 cents? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That also sounded like the fight background to a fighting game from the yeah. 80s. Menudo, the the uh, most representative of... Didn't he used to be in Menudo? Ricky Martin? <laughs> yeah, Ricky Martin. Yeah. Yep. The number one alum from Menudo. Yeah. Anybody else? I, I know a little bit too much about Menudo because I dated a Puerto Rican girl. And for those of you that don't know, Menudo is a, like all, con- consists of all Puerto Rican boys. And when you turn 15, you have to leave Menudo. So wow. there's a constant rotating cast of Puerto Rican boys in Menudo. Wait, it's still going on? Yeah. They just keep cranking them out. It says nope. years active on here on 1977 to 1997, 2007 to 2009. Oh, they stopped then. Yeah, well. so uh, here we have, let's see, people that I recognize on here. Ricky Martin. Like Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Uh, <laughs> Edward Aguilaria? What? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Draco Rosa. I mean, that, you'd have to have grown up in a Hispanic neighborhood Wasn't to be familiar he Harry with him. Potter? Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I thought, <laughs> I thought he was Cal Drogo's brother. Oh, my God. Uh, so if you know so much about him, Pat, what else can you tell us? That was pretty much it. Oh. <laughs> that was the, that was, but that was, 
More than any of you guys knew. Yeah, that's more than the other three. So I just want to talk about dating a PR. Anyway. All right. Hop. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Let's let's how about, how about this one? Ready? <laughs> Yo, Tim and Bob, do me a favor, baby. Turn up them drums a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now we bouncing. I like that. Come on, fellas. Boys to men. Boys to men. All right, boys. Who to was men. that? <laughs> Josh, tell us about boys to men. I oh my god, you're jammed. I well, yeah, boys I'm with Josh men, on this one. Like, legitimately, is one of my favorite bands of the early '90s. Like this whole episode, this is probably the only one I could call myself a straight up fan of. Because if you were in high school in like 1989 to 1993, and which coincidentally Cicero. I was, you listen to these guys. Oh yeah. Um, they, did you? Oh, I say I wasn't, and I still listen to these guys because there's a lot of talent there. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, it's a great band, yeah. Yeah. What did you know that? that they had a, a a big feud with, kind of a beef with Michael Jackson? Really? What is it? They were well, Michael Jackson was mad because uh, he called him one day. He thought it was a delivery service. Oh, Jesus dude. Christ! I didn't want to interrupt you, Pat, but I was hoping you weren't going there. Really hoped you weren't going. Oh there. my god! I thought you were actually going to uh, say that there was a connection because, like, New Edition. Oh, oh, one thing I discovered was the reason they're called that is because they were considered a new edition of the Jackson Five. Huh. Ah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which was the guy? But, is this the? Oh, just refresh my memory. This is the one dude had the cane, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 One of the guys had a cane when he walked. Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. No, it was yeah. In one of the videos, one of the guys has a cane. I remember that. I don't know if it yeah. was a permanent thing. Yeah, I thought he always carried it. I don't know. It might have been. Might have been a fashion. <clears throat> hey, Pat. Yes, Pat. I toss this one in here for you. Ugh. I swear. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Right, that's all I can. That's all I can do with that. Oh um, my god, that's that, the bane of our existence. No, no, because that, that is only funny to you and I, though. That's it, the problem with have it. Have we told that story? I don't know if we've told it on and here. Where we, okay, you and I were like, we, we were out walking at like, uh, Harlem Irving Plaza. You and I went out to like the mall somewhere. No, no, no. no. This, this was when I lived over in, um, in Franklin, or not Franklin Park, in Forest Park. Okay. Um, over by the, by the airport. And you and I, we, we were, uh, just walking this strip center over in, in the middle of nowhere. And we went and we saw an ice cream shop. We was like, let's just go and get some ice cream. All right, fine. So. Continue. And this is where we, we go in there and there's this, uh, the Pakistani guy working the ice cream. So we order our ice cream and has he's, he's got to be mid forties. Yeah. He's, he's a good, you know, 20 years older than us. And then, you know, he's got the little radio in the corner playing and this comes on. And as he's serving us the ice cream, he's like, I swear, 
<laughs> By the moon and the stuff, and he starts singing along to it. And, and we're trying so hard not to laugh right in front of because him. Because the whole time he's making the ice cream, he just this back said again, "I swear." I blacked out. It's so damn funny. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It was like it was one of those where we had to wait till we walked out, turned the corner, walked another block, and then lost it. Oh god! Yeah. But was you know, okay. So funny. In defense, in defense of them, okay. While I Swear is a terrible song, that's, that is a band. If you don't know, that is a band all for one. Here we go. I want, this is a song so much in love by them. As we You gotta admit, there are some seriously well-trained harmonies in that song. Yeah, they're no boys to men. But yes, I agree. And you know why these guys are the bane of my existence is, well, first of all, every they shot single, your dog. Every single high school <laughs> dance that you went to, you had to hear that damn song. And I remember this was right at the time where I was getting into country for the first time, and I really loved John Michael Montgomery, and he released the same song prior to them. And then their version came out and his version was a hit on country stations and their version was a hit on everything else. And you didn't want those Negroes playing those songs. <laughs> they're not African American. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, black. they're one of them is. Yeah. I think you're thinking of color me bad, but anyway, um, no, no, it looks like there are two white dudes, two black guys. Okay. Either way. We're all for one. I just didn't, I didn't like it because they were redoing that song and it just, it was terrible. So. Okay. But I agree. They have skills. Yeah. I, I totally no. agree. All right. The other thing we have on the list here is uh, 98 Degrees. I have nothing by 98 Degrees. I mean, this is the Nick and Drew Lachey big boy band with Justin Jeffrey, Jeff Timmons. Uh, they're all from Ohio. Well, that so. says a lot. Nick Lachey, who pretty much rose to meteoric fame by marrying jessica simpson and getting a reality show and has carried that over quite well though i mean he hosts a lot of things and has turned it into kind of a career i mean and and good for him but i always thought of them like a knockoff of nsync though it seemed like well i mean you've got a clear uh timeline all the way from new edition to 98 degrees because uh boys to men uh, got their start performing for Ronnie DeVoe and Michael Bivens, who noticed them, and Ronnie DeVoe agreed to produce Boys to Men. And then the same thing kind of happened uh, with 98 Degrees sneaking backstage at a Boys to Men concert. They uh, were <clears throat> behind, the, uh, behind the scenes, they were noticed by the band, and a local radio station covering the concert asked them to sing live on the air. Oh, wow. And that got kind of pushed them forward and uh, they signed to Motown around the same time Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys were hot it's just like okay this is another one cool well you gotta give them uh, points for tenacity sneaking back behind the uh, backstage and all that I mean seriously if they if they took the time to do that they figured out how to do that and got back there and did and managed to get on the radio good for them 
Yeah, and within two years, they're singing on Mulan with Stevie Wonder. Nice. All right, now here's another one you may have heard of. Maybe. Something called Backstreet Boys. Shit, I got the extended version. Hang on here. I was gonna say, Amazon Prime really doesn't have a good selection of music. All right. I'm winded now. <laughs> You're all worn out from that one? Every every time that comes on, I have to do the dance. So, do, Were you doing the shoulder thing? <laughs> I'm kidding. I have no idea what the you dance You liar. Is. You were doing the shoulder thing. He was. I listened to this on the way home. This is one of the things that I put on during my commute, and I have to say I caught myself tapping my foot along to this. You know, it's a guilty <clears throat> pleasure of mine, but when this comes on, like the 90s on 9 on my uh, satellite radio, I might turn it up. You liar. <laughs> you always turn it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's made to be a good a, a good pop song. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is chemically uh, fixed. So that, I mean, and then they got, let's see, what else we got? It's like McDonald's fries. Oh, shit, yeah. You can't not like them. Backstreet Boys are the McDonald's French fries of the <laughs> music world. There you go. Because uh, then you got, you got this one, too. And they all fit in a box. Oh, <laughs> Now, it's it, honestly, it sounds like the same song. But I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, why mess with it? Why mess with what works? They're like, yeah, no, just make the, the same song, just change it up a little bit. Yeah, and there's that there's that drum machine in the background. Nope. Yeah, we posted a uh, Backstreet video, sort of. To the 40 going on 14 <laughs> Facebook page. And it's glorious. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Oh, you got to watch it. All right. So Backstreet Boys. You know what? I I have one of their albums. <laughs> I have a couple of the songs of theirs on my iPod. It was, give, it was given to me. IPod. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm never going to listen to this. It, it was, was given to you by the clerk at the counter after you paid him? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you know what it's again it's in it goes into that same category of uh headphones only music because god forbid anybody catch me listening to this <laughs> right yeah, i will only uh, like if i'm in the car by myself you know you turn it up and you sing along but if anybody's riding along you're just like mm-hmm. you better turn this shit up if i'm in the car with you man because we are doing the whole act all the yeah, way that's through completely different yeah <laughs> In fact, if we can get the four of us in your car, we're putting a cam up and we're definitely <laughs> recording that. Then it becomes ironic. And then, and then, yeah, then no, we we will be, get the most hits. We will knock Psy off the uh, charts on this one. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, I know. I wish I was Korean. <laughs> that can be a race. We all wish you were Korean, Mike. <laughs> right. So, and then uh, Backstreet Boys. Then on the other side of the street, there was these guys.
All right. What do you think? You know, at the time, I really didn't like these guys, but this is another one where the NSYNC comes on and it's like, okay, now, given some distance, it's still like <laughs> bad saccharine pop, but it's really, really catchy bad saccharine pop. Yeah, it really, and, and you know what? I think it's that, I think it's that throwback to your youth type thing. You know, it's that throwback. You know what? I remember when this was popular. It wasn't cool then, but God damn it. I'm an adult and I'm going to sing along to this if I want to. No one's going to stop me. Remember back in the day, though, in the 90s, how it was like a clear line? Like, I mean, almost like Coke versus Pepsi or like, you know, USA versus Russia or whatever. Like, <laughs> you had to pick. Were you a Backstreet Boys guy person or, or were you an sync person? And if you were a fringe person, you'd be 98 degrees. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Joel was 98 degrees then. Yeah. Right? I was Backstreet. If I, if I had to call an allegiance, I would have been Backstreet. Same here. Well, yeah. And in sync at the time, I mean, that's back when Justin Timberlake's hair was uh, delicious chicken flavored ramen. So, <laughs> yeah, I never understood why he was a sex symbol when he had that hair. See, now I get him. I, Screech I, I, had the same hair. He, he's a good looking dude nowadays, and he's a he talented. Yeah, he's and you know what? When you have, trust me, I know when you have hair like that, you <laughs> you wind up learning to have a sense of humor, man. I, 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 mean, I have. I didn't have used fans. to like. I didn't used to like Justin Timberlake, and he has really grown on me. Yeah. Like through his, through his <laughs> Saturday Night Live stuff, and through his movie appearances, and just his interviews, and just different things he's done, and and the fact that I saw Janet Jackson's boob because of him. He's talented. <laughs> he is a talented dude. He is I a talented dude. Talented. And here's here's Maybe the most we should important. Do a Justin Timberlake show. We okay. should. And here's okay. the thing about him. He he definitely is self aware. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's self-aware and he knows what's going on. I mean, he knows that people are going, he's like, people are going to make fun of me. He's like, almost like, um, uh, uh, Hoff, uh, the Hoff. Yeah. I mean, he knows people are going to make fun the of Hoff? him. The Hoff. There's a one. David Hasselhoff. Jesus Christ. Hasselhoff. David oh. Hasselhoff. The Hoff. Okay. See, I thought, he, he thought you were talking about Shane Hoffman. Oh, okay. Um, so that's, he's like, he's like Hasselhoff because he knows people are going to make fun of him. He knows people it are going to make to it. Yeah, exactly. You can't make fun of me if I make fun of me first. That's always been my motto, honestly. That's how. Like, so I'm sorry. Were we supposed to laugh there? No, oh. I'm just saying that's what I've always done. It's like make fun of yourself before everybody else can. You take right. it away from them. Right, and and then and then you have because we left the best for last. Ready? Oh, Jesus. Uh, TikTok. <laughs> What a fucking intro. Can I have a can I have a, a confession here? Yeah. For years I sang it Step Inside, Take Off Your Clothes. Mm-hmm. And right? it's take off your coat. It is. 
And I was like, man, same thing. This guy moves fast. (laughs) Here, take off a worse confession. I own the single. I (laughs) I own the album. (laughs) <laughs> okay, good. I feel better. But I bought it used, so there's a little bit of, of stigma taken I, off of it. I know the words to the song, all of them, and can sing it. And, I do not believe you. Well, and don't hate it. I can <laughs> I can name all the members of the group. Oh, oh. there's Kenny George G, George Mike, Mike yeah. Snow, <laughs> and Billy from Billy Vanilli. No, it's Terrence Trent Darby is the other guy. Don't don't diss Terrence Trent Darby. <laughs> Oh, See, and that's why I was so confused because I thought he took off her clothes at the very beginning. <laughs> and then, how do you make love to you don't wake up? Yeah, that's the, the line that's always gotten me. No, we can do God. it till we both wake up. So you're sleeping no. while you're doing it? No, wait, I thought until we don't wake up. Oh. No, it's until we both wake up. The suicide pack. I know I'm not up. sure which it is. Neither of them makes much sense, though. <laughs> so, no, it's, okay, so it's not a good song. It's it's not. Wait, a, wait, 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 wait. I'm looking this shit up. Hang wait, on, hang so on. So they're getting in. They're taking off their clothes. They're taking roofies. They're doing it till they both wake up. <laughs> and Do they then, smack it up, flip it, and then rub it down? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I'm looking on uh, azlyrics.com. Girl, you make me feel real good. We can do it till we both wake up. See? I want to sex you up all night. You make me feel real good. I want to rub you down. I want to sex you up. These are the 80s, folks. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, 90s, 90s, whatever, man, at this point. No, let me take off all your clothes. Disconnect the phone so nobody knows. No, okay, you know what? Just because you disconnect the phone does not mean that people don't know what's going on in there. Right, you need to shut the damn curtains. Yeah, let me light a candle so that we can so we we can make it better. Here we go, making love until we drown. You're I doing something wrong. Yeah, you should not be having sex by going to sleep in a bathtub. <laughs> it's a suicide pact, man. I'm telling you. This is the, this is like the song you sing. Right after you listen to "Don't Fear the Reaper," <laughs> turn into a very down ending for the first half. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh Is my god, we, we have uncovered the secret truth to color me bad. It. I played it backwards, and I got "Don't Fear the Reaper." <laughs> they're, they're they're a euthanasia group. Needs <laughs> more help. Oh shit! And before we leave, I want to say that uh, I want to go back in the conversation just a little bit and say that. Quite possibly one of my favorite lyrics of all time is definitely in my top ten. Is from Belle Biv DeVoe, the song Poison. It says, never trust a big butt and a smile. I, I thought it was, that. me and the crew used to do a... Holy crap. When Poison comes on, yeah, I do. I, I fucking sing the shit out of that song. I love oh, that song. Oh, Poison's fantastic. It's a great song. All right, so, uh, yeah, I think it's time for a break. Yes. So. All right, five. Pork this mooshu. Four, <laughs> three, two, 
one. Welcome back. We are back. Why? Why? That countdown so slow. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was waiting for you to say something about Mushu Pork Tongue. (laughs) That's a completely legit reason to be worried about that that countdown. So we are back and we are uh, talking about boy bands. And the now. And uh, one, there's two of us with children, and one of us has two girls. That would be me. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I actually had to ask my my wife, Suzanne, about whether or not the girls got into any of these bands. If they were, like, totally hardcore into that sort of thing. And the answer is no. Good. Yeah, they really weren't. Oh, they kind of watched... Uh, they knew Jonas Brothers because they watched, what's that movie with the, the uh, Camp Rock? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they knew Big Time Rush because Big Time Rush had a TV show in Disney. Yeah. But um, I actually asked the girls about this, and they're like, yeah, boy bands. They really weren't too much. They're, they're, I looked at their uh, playlist. They're like more into like Lindsey Sterling and Weird Al. Funny you should say that. Um, seeing as how I've got <clears throat> two kids and one of them is a girl who is. Which one? Well, Shut up. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I know they, they used to watch, uh, you know, big time rush every once in a while. If they crossed over with one of these shows that they liked. Um, but you know, Juliana doesn't like boy bands. She's not a fan of any of them or listens to them. Um, if she has to, if she chooses her own music or she finds her own music, it's all YouTube parody songs for like Minecraft and games that she plays. Yeah. So, that, that's Sophie. She is. Uh, any yeah. song that she plays for me is a Minecraft parody. Exactly. And, you know, I can get behind that because it's, it's a along the lines of parody. Weird Al and it's, what you know, it's uh, indie artist technically. So Are you confused, Pat? Yeah. I'm feeling old. You yeah. are old, Pat. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. I inhaled a little bourbon, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you do it. You're, yeah, With all your drinking experience, you're still doing it wrong. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, so we're—I guess we're starting up with the the Jonas Brothers. Sure, why not? Yeah, so this is the only song I—I I mean, well, not only, but this is the first song I found on the list from them. So that's just the way we roll. Wait, did he say there's a whale in the pool with my mother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nope. mean, I, I've been known to mishear things. Kind of I'm not the same title. <laughs> uh, I don't have any idea what he said, really. I Okay, they're brothers, apparently. Yes, they are all brothers. They, are brothers. they, ha- all brothers. they have some sort of signet. They have like a, like a, um, a shield. I think you're thinking of Three Musketeers. No, on the on the uh, album, all their albums have the same little goofy little uh, JB, and it's like it looks like a shield, and they have like little fleur de lis on the side and all that. So, <clears throat> uh, so Jonas Brothers, 
They had a, uh, a stint on that, like I said, the um, Camp Rock and oh. Camp Rock 2. What is that? It's a... Disney movie. Yeah, it's a Disney ah. movie. Basically, remember we watched um, uh, Meatballs? Imagine if everybody in Meatballs could sing and dance. Like and they, School of Rock meets Meatballs on High School Musical. Yeah, that's pretty much it right there. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, nothing you would ever watch. Right. right. Yeah, now, I think the only one of their uh, filmography I've seen is Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. Which they were the cherubs. Yeah. But the thing that separates them from kind of what we were talking about in the last segment, last half of the show, is that, first of all, they do play their own instruments. And Nick Jonas, who's a former Broadway personality, recorded the album uh, with his brothers before they got picked up by a studio. So they're not technically produced, but they are definitely at the height of everybody's list of modern boy bands as far as being in that category. And, and they're actually talented. I mean, I'm I'm not crazy about their music, but they're they. You can't deny they have some time. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and not all of the boy bands on our list, even from then, were guys that were like put together by a committee of dudes in suits. Some of them were making music together and were discovered by someone who produced them and put them forward. And I'd say they fall more into that category. True. Yeah, it's not like they're just you know Ti came in and did all his little tricks and things and made him sound good. They actually have talent. Unlike the next band. <laughs> I'm curious about this one. I don't know too much about these guys, but I've, I mean, I know the basic story, but I don't know much beyond that. Uh, they are an American boy band formed in the first season, of the MTV produced reality television series, making the band in the year 2000. As of 2015, the group consists of Eric Michael Estrada Trevor Patrick, Jacob Underwood, and Dan Miller. We are, of course, talking about O-Town, O-Town. a oh. band so oh. terrible that Amazon doesn't have any other songs on it. <laughs> the only <clears throat> the only way these guys were even on my radar at all was um, they did a Cribs episode, and when I realized two things, I realized I never really wanted to hear anything these guys made. One being that they literally all lived in the same house together, and two that they were produced by MTV through making, a reality show making the band. Yeah. See, so and this I makes like, me cry. Okay, I don't want to hear anything. These guys turn out because it's just going to be completely Velveeta. It's, it's just going to be straight up processed yeah. crap. Yeah. And the, and the thing that makes me cry is that making the band had in excess on it also. Hmm. And that's, that's horrible. Well, only after, uh, Michael Hutchins Puff daddy left Puff daddy. P. Diddy, whatever his Michael name is. Michael Hutchins? He would, no, he was the first one. Uh, he did the first season of Making the Band. Yep. Oh. Oh. oh I was confused, too. And then after he left, uh, <clears throat> I, the NXS guys came in. Or made, there might have been somebody in between. But. Okay, I thought you were saying them. Puff Daddy was in... Uh, anyway. Well, he was. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, yeah, he was in the background. Yeah, briefly. And he's just going, uh, uh. Yeah, every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> it's his track. All right, so we're skipping, kind of skipping over O-Town. Uh, we also have something called One Direction. I hear they're kind of popular. Um, the story yeah. of my life. <laughs> they're the first of two English-Irish boy bands on our modern countdown here. All and right. arguably are probably the biggest of the, the bunch, I would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. They are they are the Backstreet Boys of this generation. Oh, I won't go that far. 
they really they are they are. I mean, they're that big. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. They are selling out stadiums right now. And they sing this. That's enough of that. Talks about <laughs> they go. Apparently, they went to the uh, Steve Miller uh, class of uh, rhyming. You don't need <laughs> makeup to cover up. Well, these guys also came out of a reality show. I mean, these guys were the big success story of X Factor. Really? really? Huh. Yeah, they huh. were the the uh, British version of X Factor. They seven, season seven. They uh, all auditioned separately. In, uh, and they failed to progress uh, in as individuals, but they were put together to uh, make a five-piece boy band during the boot camp stage of the competition. And they qualified for the groups category. Huh. And uh, apparently both Nicole Scherzinger and Simon Cowell have claimed to come up with One Direction. Well, I would go with Simon Cowell because I'm afraid of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing with them. You want to talk about the, the being you know, as big as they are and kind of classifying why we say that i mean here's guys that have you know t-shirts lunch boxes um you know notebook folders they've even got barbie doll versions of them and, and a movie yes and actually the movie was directed by morgan spurlock huh. so if you want if you want to talk about who the size, hell is morgan spurlock the guy who did the uh size mcdonald's me? yeah super yeah super size me and yeah. he has uh inside man on cnn and he does all kinds of Awesome. Yeah, he's done a couple big uh, documentaries, mm-hmm. but yeah, he he did their documentary. So I mean, this is really like the big, the big thing that when we look back and do the boy band show in another twenty years, you know, they'll be in the then section. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So um, <laughs> save me if I'm if drowning. One Direction <laughs> if One Direction is the Backstreet Boys, then Big Time Rush is the Monkees. <laughs> That's probably true. Because know where you're going there for a minute. <laughs> no, because it's it's that's 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 how it rolls. I mean, the girls watch big the big time rush TV show. I don't know what it was called. Probably big, big time, time rush. rush. Big time rush. Yeah, big time I, rush is five guys that have very punchable faces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I wish there was a way to narrow that down for you. Well, every video of theirs I watched, I just wanted to—I wanted to punch every one of them right in the face. Let's see how your punchable goes out with this. All right, you're right. I want to slap the shit out of them after that. <laughs> yeah, and and I want to point out that yes, I know there's only four members of the band. Their songs are the fifth member, and I want to punch their songs in the face. <laughs> yeah, when I was watching the videos for both Big Time Rush and O Town, I was just like, if you wanted to make a parody of boy bands, <laughs> you could not be more ridiculous than O Town and Big Time Rush. Yeah, they, I mean they're just 
Yeah. But does okay, here's the thing though. But does Big Time Rush know that they're ridiculous? Yes. No. I think no, so. that's why their faces are punchable cuz they don't. No. I think they, they don't they, know they're ridiculous. You <laughs> don't know you're ridiculous. <laughs> if you've ever seen their show, which is 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 kind of like The Monkeys, it is a bit absurd. Um and it's it's kind of fun. <laughs> I, they I don't think they take themselves seriously. I think they realize that they are a manufactured thing and they're going to play it as much as possible and get as much out of it as they can and then move on. See, if that's Hopefully true, right. then I give them respect. I hope you're right because if if they don't, man, I want to punch the show. And and I think you'll see. No. Pat, you can't watch make it. Me. You can't make me. I don't I, know, man. They're no party posse. <laughs> yeah, but what is? Come on now. What is? If, if you're, you're setting the bar so damn um, high. Yeah, that was from the uh, Simpsons episode, New Kids on the Blech. <laughs> With their big hit, Yvonne et Niage. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know where to go with this. Oh, Jesus. All right, and then after Big Time Rush, we have Five Seconds of Summer. The most depressing name for a band that I've ever heard in my life. And <laughs> right? if you think they're punchable... Pat, have you looked at these guys? Dude, summer sucked. It was only five seconds. <laughs> they yeah, really I looked I mean, at them. Yeah, they're ter- I, I watched a couple of their videos, and you know what? I did not hate these guys. No, that's uh, exactly the, that's exactly right. <laughs> Wait a second. I described them to Joel as uh, like <clears throat> you have the Muppet Babies, and these guys are the Green Day Babies. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I didn't hate them. I really didn't. I I, I wanted to. Their I tried, but no, I actually kind of liked them. I just, I don't necessarily think they're a boy band. I think they're an actual, they're like a band band, a band that just happens to be full of boys. All right, hang on. Now, I know I'm, I know I'm tempting fate by going to YouTube. Well, but they, 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 <laughs> they, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got an ad for Nutella. Or yeah, what? I know. Seriously, here's, a, here's I'm going to attempt to play Five Seconds of Summer. She's kind of hot. Fucking YouTube and the goddamn that coming. Well, it's the first one I've logged on to. Seriously, seriously. It, you know it's funny with all of the data that Google tracks on you for a while. My YouTube videos because I will search for recipes because I grew up in a Hispanic neighborhood for stuff that you usually would only search for if you speak Spanish. You're only getting so like, menudo. Oh, no, I was getting like ads in Spanish for a long time. But now that I've looked up all these boy bands on YouTube, I think Google believes that I am a 14 year old Hispanic girl. So now <laughs> I was going to say, now you're getting Hispanic. You know, I, I really I can't. Quinceanero locations. <laughs> I, I don't know how to de- how to not defend that. <laughs> well, like, well prove that Josh look- is not a 14 year old Mexican girl. Yes. Like. There if you, you go. Are looking up chiladas? You must speak Spanish, and if you're looking up O Town, you must be fourteen. <laughs> All right, or here we go. Five seconds of summer. She's kind of hot. Oh my God! It is Green Day. Josh, I concede that you are right. 
That, I like they're the song. Green Day babies. They're, they're baby Green Day, yeah. That I one, like that one right there was, song. yeah. I mean that that right there was um, uh, my girlfriend, the green the Green Day song. Well, here's the thing, you know, they make all the the top lists of modern boy bands, and I agree with you guys that they kind of fall outside of the fringe of what we <clears throat> designated as what makes a boy band. But if you were to take them and put them up against some of the other bands that I play on on my other shows that I listen to. They're not that far off. I mean, you have a boy band show. No, <laughs> if, you, if you listen to other, you know, four piece or three piece uh, power punk pop, whatever you want to call it. They're very much in that vein and they could fall right in line with that if they didn't have that designation. Of okay, being so a- sure. Like, like this is this is kind of what I think about this band. Like if you were uh, I wouldn't be surprised to hear a song by them on an episode of Scrubs if Scrubs was like still running today whereas I wouldn't expect to hear One Direction or the Jonas Brothers or whatever. See, you're right. That actually does fit. That sounds like a song that they would have played on Scrubs. Yeah. Uh-huh. They've actually performed like one of their hits was written by uh members of Good Charlotte. Uh they list their influences Blink 182 All-Time Low. And see uh, so All-Time Low is the first thing I thought of. And and yeah, you know what? I can I can hear that. I can hear the good Charlotte. I can hear the Blink One Eighty Two in them. And you know what? They, honestly, if they hadn't broken up, or no, I'm th- I'm sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. Uh, the next band, um, yeah, the Wanted broke up. The Wanted broke up. Um, Five Seconds of Stars sounds like they would eventually break up and all go on to actual real bands. You know, not process. Like, like, like this is a pretty strong starter band. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is this is a good thing. Like later on, you'll hear that the guys that from Five Seconds of Summer are on some real, like uh, you know, punk bands or that sort of thing. So, so this is this generation's Yardbirds. Ten minutes of spring. Wow, that is a huge statement right there, Pat. <laughs> of all the band that you go with, you go with the Yardbirds. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Lent bias is gonna kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going on to The Wanted, <clears throat> we have no idea. I have no idea who The Wanted are. Uh, their song, Glad You Came, is all over the pop stations. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh, This was the one where I had actually heard their music before and didn't realize. I guarantee if Mike looks up, if you look up I'm Glad You Came, you would you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that song. All right, I'm doing it right now. I'm Glad You Came. Okay, I put, typed I'm in I'm Gla. All right, and The Wanted... No, you're going to get a bunch of jaws now. No, I'm going to roll of goddamn YouTube again, and it's talking <laughs> to me about shrimp. Mike, Mike, do you know what the definition of insanity is? He's doing the curious. fucking same thing over and over again. This is them? Yep. Okay. My universe will never be the same. I'm glad you came. On your face. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm impressed. Yeah, because I actually like this song. This and is now a- they'll never put out another album. Nope. Yeah. God damn it! You have talent. It's like the new Radicals all over again. How obscure are you gonna get? <laughs> oh, the new Radicals were great. <laughs> I know, and they broke up after one album. Oh my god! That's a damn shame. Oh shit. My references are off the chart tonight. Oh, man. Everybody knows you have off-the-chart references. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I looked it up on Wiki. You're right. <clears throat> they are off-the-chart references. All right. <laughs> um, 
So keep okay. That that's I did not know that that was considered boy band. See, uh, yeah, the this is another one that almost obscures oh. the line, but they definitely were were five young men that were in a band together. So. It, it almost seems more like if it's popular with teen girls, then it falls into that category. If it's all boys for some reason, or it if seems you have a, a heartthrob in your band or something like that. Right. If you've got a Harry in your band, then you're all know. right. So how did Super Junior get on here? Okay. So I was looking at the, the top boy bands of the modern era. And this one came up on a, a list in the top 10 as like number nine. And so I looked them up and they're a South Korean band. They were formed in 2005 by a producer. <laughs> and I love how you had to clarify that with South Korean. <laughs> because of all the boy bands that have come out of North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be five kids that look like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> We love Kim Jong Un. He's five, really five Asian, cool. I'm Asian Bobby Hills. Yeah. <laughs> these, these guys are a prototype of like all of your categories. Like every one of their videos has like a close up of each of the members with like the character they're playing in the video, and then they go into this huge choreographed dance routine. Yeah, I I looked up what was the um, devil. Music they have video? up to like 13 members at some time. So, I mean, it's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. They just pick and choose who gets to the, be in the videos? They're just, they're no, just, they're all in the videos. Whoever oh, wants I mean, it was in. an entertaining little video. I, I had it in the background. Right. Hang on here. I got to skip over to this because initially, okay, I listened to this. You're like, what is this? And I'm like, okay, there's a, some sort of car chase between a motorcycle and a. Uh, what it's is like that? It has its own commercial built yeah. into the video. And then they're like, oh, this sounds like thrash metal. And then and then it goes forward to this. And you know what the worst thing about this whole thing is? I'd listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could immediately, even though they're not speaking English, you could tell it's a boy band. Oh yeah, and that's and that's just expl- I mean, that's why boy bands are universal. I mean, boy bands are boy bands. I mean, there's, we're, you know, years from now, we're going to have people come down from Venus and be like, oh, hey, look at that. It's a Venetian boy band. Because it goes, <laughs> That's kind of the one of the reasons I wanted to include them is that it also kind of points out that it's not just an American thing. And I would highly recommend anybody listening to go pull up a Super Junior video and watch it. They're crazy, weird, anime-stylized, fun bizarre i don't know what the hell they are and, just, and well the that's music's it. actually pretty good like i might download some of these like i recognize they're uh like just super pro- overproduced pop yes but i could see it making its way onto my ipod no and, and if you play one of these songs while you're walking around the street suddenly your world turns into grand theft auto <laughs> kind of yeah i mean this is honestly that the uh the devil um video that i just uh, that i watched one, it plays out like a Korean version of Heat. <laughs> He's not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. It it really is. I mean, that's, I, I put know, that's the link so awesome. in the show notes. Which and, one of them tries to commit suicide in the bathtub? Uh, the cute one. Oh, you're thinking of All for One. <laughs> well, that's no, the thing is, like in anime, you've usually got the, like the little effeminate guy who's the villain. These This band is made of like 12 of that guy with different <laughs> well, hair. I was just looking on their their webpage here on Wiki, and it has all their members' names listed, and they're all just have one name: Lee Tuk, He Chu, Yi Sung, Kingin, Xing Dong, Sung Min, and Chuck. 
Donghi, Seiwu, Reiwuk, Kyohin, Hang King, and Kibum. I turned French at the end there. <laughs> Sorry, I was listening to some jaws. Just, yeah, it sounded like Inspector Clouseau talking about a bomb. But <laughs> Kibum. Uh, or as it's known in Texas, a clock. Anyway, they're fun. Ah, Check, <laughs> Check them out. All right. Yeah, so I, I, I definitely have ne- you know, never heard of those until these guys. But uh, then there's something called the Vamps. I'm not familiar with them. I'm not familiar with them either. Um, I'm really curious about this one, though. They put them up there. 12. Well, of course, we're going to get another. You know what? The thing is, I haven't used YouTube in a while, so it's like, fuck you, ad. Fuck you, ad. Fuck you, ad. There we go. (laughs) All right, Mike is having a breakdown. Yeah, pretty much. All right. right. Sorry about that. I want yeah, to slap yeah. the living shit out of I these people. Say, I want them to age like five years, <laughs> so then I can punch them. <laughs> they're a British band, and they're way too young. Like the youngest yeah, of, I think that all song the was way too cutesy. And then they started ruining Cecilia. You know what yeah, that was? That was so much a... that happened. I checked out. You know what there. that was? That was my grandma and your grandma sitting <laughs> by the fire. <laughs> That's and then they say, "Hey, I like that song. Let's put that song with this song." <laughs> And I set your flag on fire. Talking about, I like yeah, Ico Ico. Ico Ico is a great song, and so is Cecilia, but not together. Not by the Vamps. <laughs> oh man, this whole show has been nothing but feeling like I'm at an eighth grade dance in a corner. So <laughs> that's kind of now. What else did we have here? Kind of bringing the ball back around. All right. Well, of course, because they can't help but make a buck, and honestly. I can't really blame them. Backstreet Boys and the New Kids did comebacks. And all the other guys from NSYNC are like, come on, Justin. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Joey Fatone is waiting by the phone. <laughs> <laughs> any day now. Any day now. He'll call. He'll did, call. Did, yeah, did you see that? At the, the, the piece he did talking about that? When, when um, Harry left One Direction, he wrote a whole thing about. No, I'm God, telling yeah. you, it wasn't him. Yeah, it wasn't really him. It was a hoax. It was a hoax, but it was still friggin' hilarious. (laughs) But I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't put it past him because Joey Fatone is actually very self effacing. Well, that's good for him then. Yeah. But uh, both Backstreet Boys and New Kids did comeback tours together. Together. And, well, they, well, they did it separately and then they did it together and they mashed up for NKO TBSB. Which sounds like and something you heard, you would... And there was a collective sploosh from all the cougars. Yeah. And <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> I mean, the crowd must have been like 75% like oversexed soccer moms and 25% really confused preteen girls. <laughs> like, Mom, why are you making us cover this concert? <laughs> that looks like Uncle Tom. Why are we. <laughs> why are we here? This boy band is bald. <laughs> <laughs> okay, though for all all the shit we give them, honestly, 
Have you seen them? Like recently? Who? Yeah. The Backstreet Boys and the New Kids on the Block. Yeah. They yeah. took some good friggin' care of themselves. They look, um, honestly, when I heard that they were coming Except back, I was Donnie. like, what? Except for Donnie. <laughs> yeah, well. Well. But every day, Aaron Carter was doing sit-ups going, I know somebody's going to call. I know somebody's <laughs> going to call. Nobody wants to deal with the, 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 uh, Aaron Carter or Nick. <laughs> no, Aaron is waiting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, nobody wants Aaron. Nope. He's still doing them, though. So, yeah, they did. They matched up and they toured together. Backstreet Boys and New Kids. And uh, the irony of it is the uh, parking lot at the uh, at the venues that they played at were still filled with nothing but minivans. Yep. <laughs> um, so here's the question. Did we miss anybody? Well, I wanted to at least mention the band that uh, Nikki asked us about, Five. Five. I've never uh, heard of them. Never heard uh, of them I, I watched the video that was posted. As did I. Uh, for a little bit. And Five kind of made me uncomfortable because they reminded me of like the pop-collar douchebag frat boys you'll find like at an average DePaul gathering who think they could totally make a band. Only someone accidentally signed these guys. I I compared them to if LFO was comprised of frat brothers. All right, hang on. I found what was what song did you guys find? Got the feeling. Well, it's on the forty going on fourteen. Uh, page. Oh, on the page? page. Okay, I'm yeah, on I'm on YouTube. So I've got found something called uh, "Everybody Get Up." So get ready for an ad. <laughs> you t- yeah, you should just no, mute that and talk over. Went right to the damn video. I want you to turn your papers over when I give the signal with the timer. No. And please turn off all pages. But not right to the song. And mobiles. No. Are turn off ready? all pagers. No. They got a lot of drug dealers in that video. Yeah. Right. Those New Zealand drug dealers. Now, there's to be no talking and no moving around. No talking? I, back in yeah, I don't think these guys are actually from New Zealand. How can you have your meat if you don't? <laughs> are we watching a movie right now? Uh, it, it looks like the beginning to We Don't Need No Satisfaction, or uh, Another Brick in the Wall. What is this? The one guy's wearing a bowler? Holy shit. All right. What is going on? I, Nikki. (laughs) We love you, Nikki. We do. Bad Nikki, get in the corner. But you're wrong. About well, no, this. she didn't necessarily say she was a fan. She just wondered if we were going to talk about them. We are we talking have. about them. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give that to her in her defense. We are talking about them, and that's terrible. Well, they were formed in 1997 by the same team that managed the Spice Girls. Aha! Uh. Uh-huh. Yes. And uh, they're big in the UK, uh, though it looks like, though they were formed in 97, they did a lot of their stuff from like that period from 97 to 2001. So right in the middle of where we usually talk about then and now. Somebody sat in, a, in an office and was like, the Spice Girls are far too good. We need to take it down a notch. <laughs> what can we do? And they're like, uh, my husband's got a band. They play in the garage a lot. I got a dude in a plastic jacket and a bowler. <laughs> Sold. Run with it. I like the way you think, boy. It's the now band. It's the new thing. 
I guess that they've been back together. They reunited. Because uh, it feels they, so good. From 2012 to now. So Wow. Mm. Um, <clears throat> means they got laid off. All right, I'm going to toss this out here that I would rather listen to the Korean band Super Junior, whose words I don't understand <laughs> more than I would listen to this. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I, I'd rather listen to Super Junior than a lot of stuff, but I, I actually think I may have been... I, once again, fan is too strong, but I, I'm probably going to look up some Super Junior and maybe download some of the stuff. Yeah, I think I am definitely going to do that, too. I'd rather learn Korean to watch Super Junior than listen to that song again. <laughs> that can be right. Oh, oh, God. That's 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 the whole song. They think they wrote that. That's how parts <laughs> start. You don't so much you don't, you don't so much just write that as just kind of practice it. Really, <laughs> just take some emodium and. <laughs> that's terrible. I have one thing to say to the members of Five. folks i think that wraps it up for the boy band show five is like if kid rock drank a fifth of rumplements and decided <laughs> to i like kid rock oh shit Everybody get up so what are we talking about next week guys next week we are getting our arcade on we are going to the arcade and we are talking about video arcades then and now um i'm gonna find tron <laughs> we will not be talking about Adam Sandler. No. Um, we are definitely be talking about video game con- and not consoles, but stand-up machines. Then and now, where we used to go, where we used to drop our quarters, where we used to get the tokens, and where do we go now to play the yeah. games that we used to love? Like, how have arcades changed from then to now? You know, kind of what we do here. Yeah. As One in- of you guys has to go to the Enchanted Castle. Oh. <sighs> Dude, that place yeah. is such a ghetto arcade. I've been there, and <laughs> you gotta go though. <laughs> I am, I am heading to my local uh, roller rink arcade. Well, we used to go there all the time though in college. That's why I you have know, to go because we didn't not know it. any better. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> if Josh is <laughs> not it, then I'm not going. <laughs> all right. So, if you'd like to listen up. Our older shows about other topics, you can always check us out on iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, or TalkShoe. And if you do listen to us us on iTunes, it always helps us out if you give us a rating or maybe even a review. We appreciate that. So, uh, yeah. So next year, I mean next week. <laughs> Whoa. Next week, arcades. And, uh, again, if you want to give us a call and give us an idea for a show... Uh, 708, now wrap, that's 708-669-9727. Call in and demand Arnold. We told you we will eventually do an Arnold show. Maybe. Or the prisoner. (laughs) Call in and demand the prisoner. Oh, I'm totally down with that. There was a prisoner remake. I know. That's why we should do it. So next week, arcades. All right. All right. And, uh, thank you very much for listening, and, uh, we are out of here. You are now leaving the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. I've got the Fraser Company theme in my head.
Coming knock on our door. Coming <laughs> Life is a ball again. Laughter is calling for you. I have no idea what he says right there. It's like uh, something our rendezvous. Yeah, is that she? sounds right. That was fun. <laughs> 